Welcome to Legacy Church. Thank you for joining us in our journey to see our potential in Christ become a legacy in our community. We hope that you are encouraged by this word from Pastor Chad Owens and pray that you will walk away with something incredible from your time here with us. First of all, how many of you guys believe that Lonnie as a little boy got in trouble? I mean, come on, no, there's no, no possible way at all that ever happened. But man, we're glad that you are here this morning. If you have your Bibles, if you would, just turn to 1 Samuel chapter 15. 1 Samuel chapter 15. Um, this past week, I have had, I had the opportunity to listen to a really a, a great teaching on how obedience is better than sacrifice. And just ever since I've, I listened to this teaching, these, these two words have just been stuck in my mind, obedience and sacrifice. And if, have you ever had those moments where you, um, where you heard a word or a group of words and you just could not get those words out of your mind? It's like you just kept thinking about that word or, or the, that phrase of or those phrases of words there. And that's kind of how it's been this past week. I just could not shake those, those words. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You see, he, he talked about in our lives and how we have gaps in our lives. And when he was talking about gaps, he's talking about the, the, the time span between where we are here until another moment happens in our life. And how what he talked about and, and is what just kind of stuck out to me is that in those, in those moments, in those times where you had those gaps, and how he began to listen to the Lord in ways that he had never listened to the Lord before. Instead of just moving to the next moment, instead of just doing something, you know, I, just, just by doing it, he said, I stopped in those moments in those gaps, and I just began to listen to the Lord. And I'm telling you guys, the Lord began to speak to me in ways that I'd never heard Him before. And what He was talking about was how He um, began to obey the Lord and how God began to use Him to give in ways that He had never given before. And I'm not talking about the tithe to the church. I'm talking above and beyond the tithe, that above and beyond that 10% that God has already calling the church to give, he says, in those moments, he said, I begin to listen to the Lord, and I begin to hear what he said, and I, and I begin to give in ways that I never have given before. Why? Because I do believe what he said, and I do believe this true. If we will take time to listen to the Lord in those moments, in, that, in those gaps, before the next moment happens, I do believe that there's more than we can do for the Lord. If we will just take time and listen, and not just listen to the Lord, but to obey what God is saying to us. You see, we, we as people, we tend to live moment to moment, right? We tend to go from one moment to the next. And why? Because our lives are filled with so many different things that it becomes like survival mode. Like we're just trying to survive this, this moment. And if we get through this moment, hopefully there, you know, I will be able to survive the next moment. And so we, we, we get into this survival mode to where we just pass time away and move on to something else. We wake up, we go to work, we go to school, we come home, we do things around the house that needs to be done. We, you know, we, we cook dinner, we take care of chores, we settle into the night, and then we go to bed and we wake up and we do it all over again. That's kind of how we do things. But he was talking about if we would just stop and listen to God in those moments, those gap moments, 
that we will be able to hear the Lord's voice in ways that we've never heard him before. Why? Because we stopped and we began to listen. We began to listen. You see, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. And that is to listen more than you talk. If we would learn to listen, if we would learn to control our tongues, if we would learn to listen instead of talking and, and just blurting things out and just instead of just going to the next moment, instead of just doing this, then I do believe that, man, that our place, would, our world would be a, a such a better place if we would just learn to listen. But we don't. Because we don't, as the videos, we don't have time to listen. We are in survival mode. We're just trying to get to the moment to get through to the next moment to get to the next moment. But if we would take time in those gaps to listen to the Lord, then we would be able to hear him in ways that we've never heard him before. So 1 Samuel chapter 15, very familiar passage of scripture in verse 22. This is what it says. It says, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice. And then he says this. What is the next word that he says? Listen. He says, listen. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of the rams. What Samuel is telling Saul in that moment is that you need to listen. That you need to understand that just because you're making this certain sacrifice, it may not be the sacrifice that God is calling you to make. You see, sometimes we just make sacrifices. In, in honesty, sometimes it's really not a sacrifice. But we think it's a sacrifice. But if we would learn to listen to the Lord and be obedient to His voice, as Samuel says, listen. Why? Because obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is always better than sacrifice. You see, when, when you think about sacrifice, and don't, don't say it out loud, but when you think about sacrifice, what's the first word that comes to your mind? You don't have to say it out loud. I just want you to think about sacrifice for a moment, and I want you to think about what's the very first thing that comes to your mind when you think about sacrifice. You see, the first thing that I thought about when I said sacrifice was, was Jesus. That's the very first thing that came to my mind as I was typing and preparing this sermon. I was thinking, when, I, when sacrifice came into my mind, I'd immediately thought about Jesus. The one who paid the ultimate sacrifice for you and I. But when you think about sacrifice, you think about it, or I think about it in two different ways. The one who, the, who is doing the sacrifice, and then there's the one who's receiving on the other side of the sacrifice. But... Again, sacrifice. I'm, I can't tell you how thankful I am for God's sacrifice in my life. I can't tell you how excited and how glad I am that God made a sacrifice that, that eventually changed my life and what I have received through His sacrifice. But you have to understand this. Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice because He was obedient. He paid the ultimate sacrifice. Why? Because he was obedient to his father. Obedience led him to ultimately paying an ultimate sacrifice. 
Because he was listening to his father. He was on the same page as his heavenly father. He was tuned in to the right station listening to his heavenly father. So because of that sacrifice, it all started with obedience. And so, and, and so what God is telling us today is this. If we would learn to obey and listen to his voice, God is speaking things to us that maybe we've never heard before. And he will challenge us in ways that we've never been challenged. And we will learn how to give more. Praying, And he was crying out to his father. What I thought about the other day was that was a gap moment. That was a moment be, or a, a time span before the next moment happened. And Jesus was in the garden and he was praying. He was crying out to his father in a way that he maybe had never cried out to him before. Why? Because in the next moment, Jesus would be betrayed by Judas and will eventually be led away to be crucified. But in that moment, in that gap, what Jesus was doing, He was crying out to His Heavenly Father, making sure that, that He is on the same page as His Father, listening to His voice, making sure that God hasn't changed the plan, but He's listening and, he, and He's being obedient to God's voice. Because what He wants to do more than anything is to fulfill the plan that God had for him. But it all begins with obedience. In Luke chapter 22, verse 42, this is what it says. It says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. And then he says this, yet not my will, but yours be done. In other words, he was asking the Father, if there's any other way, I'm ready to go any other way. But if not, I'm sticking to the plan. I'm listening to your voice. I'm tuned in because I'm going to make a sacrifice. But, but Father, understand, I want to be obedient to whatever it is that you call me to, to do. So if you're ready to change it, I'm ready to do it. Being obedient to the voice of God is so much greater than sacrifice. Now, now please understand, that doesn't mean that sacrifice is not important. But when you're obedient, that eventually leads to sacrifice. Because that's what the Bible says. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You see, when we live a life of obedience, what we are saying is this, that no matter what you say, Lord, that no matter where you lead me, I will do, I will be, and I will go. When we're obedient to God, no matter what He says, no matter where He leads, no matter where He tells us to go, I will be, I will do, and I will go. That's being obedient that sometimes is, is the hardest thing to do. Why? Because what do we always want to know? We want to know the plan. We want to know how it's laid out. We want to know what's ahead of us as we begin to walk. Well, that's not how God always works. God calls us to lead by obedience. To be obedient to His calling, which will later lead to us leading a life of sacrifice, giving more than what we've ever given before and doing more than we've ever done before. Why? Because it's not about the sacrifice, it's about the obedience to God in His voice. Samuel says to listen. He doesn't say talk more. He doesn't say ask questions more. He says listen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You see, so many times we get caught up in the sacrifice. We get caught up in the sacrifice and, and because we want God to look down and be pleased with our sacrifice. But sometimes we sacrifice things that God hasn't asked you to sacrifice. 
And the reason why sometimes is because we haven't really listened to what he was saying. And we just make a sacrifice. We want God to be proud with it. We want God to be excited about it. And sometimes God's not always excited about those sacrifices because sometimes we sacrifice things that God hasn't asked you to sacrifice. Sometimes he, he, He's always going to ask you to do more than what you think you can do. And in order for that to happen in your life, you have to learn to obey and listen. Listen to His voice in what God's calling us. So if you go back to the very first part of chapter 15, you will see the story of King Saul. And you will see that Saul had been given exact directions from Samuel, from God. Verses 2 and 3, this is what it says. It says, this is what the Lord Almighty says. He says, I will punish the Amalekites for what they did to Israel uh, when they waylaid them as they came from Egypt. Then he says in verse 3, Now go attack the Amalekites and totally destroy. Totally destroy all that belongs to them. He says, Do not spare them. Put to death men, women, children, and infants, cattle, sheep, camels, and donkeys. In other words, hey, I need you to take care of it all. Don't leave anything. Totally take care of all. Just destroy everything. You see, God wanted everything about them to be destroyed. Why? Because they caused problems for Israel. Ever since the moment that they left Egypt, they were giving Israel problems. So God got tired of it. So God says, thankfully he doesn't do that today because Jesus and the blood of the sacrifice. But he says, I'm done with it. I need you to go take care of all of them. They will no longer give us problems because you're going to totally destroy everything. I need you, this is what I need you to do. I've given you certain instructions and I've been specific about it, but this is what I need you to do. Why? Because they, the very first attack on Israel is when they left Egypt. So God wanted these evil people to be taken away, of, out of the way of Israel. And you're thinking, well, why didn't Jesus just rain down and destroy them? Have you ever prayed that over somebody in your life? Don't, don't raise your hand because they may be sitting beside you. Dear Lord in heaven, would you please just send fire and rain right now? But he didn't, he didn't, Jesus, our God didn't do that. He didn't do like he did Sodom and Gomorrah where he just, just destroyed it. Because here's the reason why. Because this was a test to see if Saul would walk in obedience to what God asked him to do. It was a test to see if Saul would walk in obedience to what God asked him to do. You see, when we look at moments in our life and we want God just to handle it for us and just kind of get it out of the way, what I feel like when God doesn't do that is God's trying to teach us something and He's wanting us to walk through it and to obey God while we're walking through it so that on the other end of it there's a greater sacrifice than what would have happened if we would have not listened to His voice. You see, sometimes we want God just to just move it out of the way. But sometimes God says, I just want you to walk in it because it's a test. It's a test to see if you're going to listen to what God's telling you. It's a test to see not only if you're just going to listen to it, but if you're actually going to do what God is telling you in that time. You see, our, sometimes our sacrifices is not what pleases God, but it's our, our obedience. It's our obedience. So, but I have to ask this question to all of us, is what pleases God? Well, the Bible says in, in verse 22, what pleases God? Obedience. It says there, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? What does he say? He says, obedience is better than sacrifice. 
Do we want to please God? That's the, that's the million dollar question of the day for all of us. Do we want to please God? Do we want to please God? Absolutely we want to please God. Do you know where it starts? Listening. Right here. It's listening. It's in those gaps, in those moments where there's things not happening. Before the next moment happens, are we listening to what God is telling us? Because if we can and if we will, the next moments will be greater because we've listened to his voice. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. You see, when Jesus came up from being baptized and he came up out of the water, this is what his father said about him in Matthew chapter 3, verses 17. He says, and a voice from heaven said this. He says, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Why? Because he was living a life of obedience. He was following and listening to what God had called him and sent him to do. Obedience always leads us to greater sacrifices in our life. When we obey God, he blesses us, which leads us to sacrifice, which in return blesses other people. Blessing, obedience, listening to his voice. So there's two things that I want to share with you this morning as I hope and pray that I don't trip over this rug because it would be pretty funny if I did. I'm not, not going to lie. Number one, Shelby, I'm going to ask you to come on up if you would. I'm not going to be much longer this morning. Number one is this. Partial obedience is disobedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. Verses 8 and 9, look what it says. It says, it says he took King Agag, or Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive, and all his people he totally destroyed with the sword. But Saul and his army spared Agag and the best of the sheep and the cattle and the fat calves and the lambs. Everything that was good he kept. You see, these they were unwilling to destroy completely, but everything else that was despised and weak, they totally destroyed. So they looked at everything that was good and they kept it, but they totally destroyed everything else. In other words, if you look at that story, you will understand But that is called partial obedience. Why? Because he did not do exactly what God had called him to do. In other words, he did not fulfill everything that God had asked him to do. He just partially did it. So partial obedience is the same as disobedience. It's the same. So Paul go, or Saul goes out and he puts together this army and they set out to destroy the Amalekites. And I don't know if Saul had in his mind that before that he got there that, that this is what he was going to do or at the last minute he just made a, a last minute decision that he says, you know what? I'm going to change up the rules a little bit. I know this is what God or Maybe he just kind of selectively heard what he wanted to hear. Because you know how we are sometimes, guys. We kind of selectively hear what we want to hear. That we don't hear the whole story sometimes. And maybe that's what happened to Saul that day. I don't know. But in that moment, Saul looks at the situation. And instead of doing exactly what God had called him to do, he just basically did what he wanted to do. He saw the things that looked good to him. And he says, you know what? I'm going to keep those things. And what I'm going to do later is I'm going to bring a sacrifice back to God because I know that God will be pleased with it because it's a sacrifice to him. So instead of doing what, he, what God has sent him out to do, he did exactly what he wanted to do. 
He wasn't completely obedient to what God had called him to do and asked him to do. He was partially obedient. You see, Saul was obedient in attacking the Amalekites, but partially obedient to following through with God's plan. So it's called partial obedience. He did what he wanted to do. And I want to tell you this morning, is this partial obedience doesn't please God. It doesn't please God. What pleases God is a life that is fully obedient to Him. It doesn't please God. Only obedience does. And then then it says in verse 11, how do we know that God wasn't happy? Look what it says in verse 11. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel, and this is what he says. He says, I regret. I regret that I have made Saul king. Because he has turned away from me and has not carried out my instructions. God was re- regretted that he ever made Saul king. Why? Because Saul was disobedient. He was disobedient. And then it goes on to say that Samuel was angry and he cried out to the Lord all night long. Why was Samuel angry? Or why was Samuel uh, angry and upset? And here's the reason why. Because Saul did not fulfill what God had called him to do. So it broke, Saul, it broke Samuel's heart. So he cried out all night long. It's kind of like when your children disobey you. It breaks your heart. It doesn't feel good to see them do those things and disobey what you have asked them to do. It breaks your heart. So in that moment, God was heartbroken because Saul did not do what God had called him to do. And in that moment, God looks down and he says to Samuel, I regret that I ever made King Saul, or Saul king. I regret it because he didn't do what I asked him to do. And then I thought about this. God knew the heart of Saul this whole time because we know that God knows all things. God sees the, 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 the beginning, the middle, and the end. He sees it all. He sees everything that we do and everything that we're going to do. God knew Saul's heart. God knew what Saul was going to do. But here's what struck a chord in my spirit. Is that he still gave him an opportunity to do the right thing. Even though he knew that Saul was going to be disobedient to his calling, he still gave him an opportunity to do the right thing. And when the opportunity arose in Saul's life, what did he do? He did not do the right thing. He partially did it. You see, God knows our heart. God knows what we're, go- what we're going to be thinking about tomorrow. God knows what we're going to do later on in our life. But can I tell you this morning, it doesn't mean that God still doesn't have a plan for your life. As we heard this morning, Moses murdered someone and was on the run for his life, but God still had a plan even though what Moses did wasn't part of God's plan. So just when we mess up in our lives, and and it doesn't mean that it's all over. It just means if we will stop in those moments, in those, in those, those times, those gap moments, and listen to the Lord. We will hear the Lord saying, Chain, do, you know, do something different. I still have a call on your life. I still have something great planned for your life. Just listen to what I'm telling you and not and don't focus on the things that's in your life. See, Saul had an opportunity to do the right thing, but he chose not to because he got up, he got caught up in the moment. See, God's way is always the best way. 
I know sometimes we think in our life that our way is the best way, but really God's way is the only way and it is the best way. It's the best way. God was expressing his hurt and Saul. I greatly regret him being a king. You see, when people turn their hearts away from God, or they leave the church, or they leave these, you know, Jesus, and they walk away from these things. Can I tell you this morning? It breaks God's heart. It breaks his heart. Just like it breaks your heart. Partial obedience is disobedience. And number two is this, and this is the last thing. Don't let a humble heart give way to a prideful heart. Don't let a humble heart give way to a, a heart that's full of pride. Because it says in verse 12, it says, Early in the morning Samuel got up and went to meet Saul, but he, but he was told Saul has came to, to Carmel. And this is what it says. There Saul himself, he says, he set up a monument in his own honor. He built a monument in his own honor and turned and went down to, to Gilgal. He was prideful in that moment. He was prideful for what he did, even though he was thinking that the sacrifices that he has saved for God is going to mean something to God. So he was prideful in that moment. And the Bible says that he built himself an own, his own monument because of his pride. And then it goes on to say that in verse 13 that, that Saul, when he saw Samuel, he says these words. He says, the Lord bless you. He says, I have carried out the Lord's instructions. He was excited. He was like, man, look, I built myself in this monument and I've done these great things and I'll follow God's plan all the way. And, and over in the distance, there's a sound of sheep and there's a sound of cattle and there's a sound of donkeys making noise. And Samuel says, what is that noise? So I was like, oh yeah, man, I, you know, I went in and I, 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 I totally destroyed the, you know, the Amalekites, but I, I, but I saved King Agag and, and I saved the best to give to, to God. I'm going to sacrifice the best and give it to God. And can I tell you, God didn't want that sacrifice because it was evil. But that, but Saul thought he was doing something right. Why? Because he went from having a humble heart to being, having a prideful heart. You see, pride will always tell you that even if the job um, isn't complete or even if you would do it your own way, they're going to be proud of you. Even if you've had certain instructions to do it this certain way. Pride always leads to disobedience. Pride is a form of rebellion. Pride will always lead to our downfall. Proverbs chapter 16 verses 18 says this, Pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. Pride will always make you believe that what you did was the right thing. Pride will always make you believe that what you did was the right thing. Pride and disobedience makes you blind and deaf to your sin. What was completely obvious to Samuel was invisible to Saul. Saul couldn't see it. You see, sometimes in our life we have blind spots of sin in our life. And what we need to constantly do is, is ask the Lord to show us those things. In Psalms 139, verse 23 and 24, this is what it says. It says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive, in, uh, offensive way in me 
and lead me in the way of everlasting. In other words, God, I'm placing myself before you. Search me. God, if there's anything wrong in my life, show me. Teach me. Because I want to walk in the ways that you've called me to walk in. I want to be obedient to you, God. I don't want to be blind to the sin that's in my life, God. I don't want to be disobedient to your voice. But God, I want to, I want to know if there's something wrong in my life, God. Show me and teach me and tell me what it is so I can change. Tell me what it is so I can change. That's why it's so important that we spend time with God. And we allow him to speak to us in those gaps. To speak to us in those gaps. God, before, I'm, before my day starts, God, before I go to work, God, before I do anything else, God, I want to spend time with you because I got to know, God. I, I, because there, today, God, you may be asking me to do something and I need to know it. I need to listen. I need to listen to your voice, God, because it, it matters out there to listening to what God is telling us. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. Are we taking time to allow God to speak to us? Are we following through with what God spoke to us? You see, when we choose, when we choose obedience over sacrifice, then we become, then we begin to please God. And I want to close out with this, with this scripture. I want to read it to you one more time. If you would just stand with me today. And it says this in 1 Samuel chapter 15. I'm going to be reading 22 and 23. And this is what it says. But Samuel replied, what, more, what is more pleasing to God? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen. Obedience is better sacrifice. And submission is better than offering the fat of rams. And then he goes on to say, Rebellion is a sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has now rejected you. That's what Samuel told Saul that day because of his disobedience. You see... When I stand before the Lord one day, I, I pray that I hear these words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Great is your reward. That's what I want to hear. And in order for me to be able to hear that, then I have to be able to live in complete obedience to what God's calling me to do. Not my plan, not your plan, not my mom's plan or my dad's plan or my sister's plan or my wife's plan. I got to listen to God's plan for me. I got to be tuned in to what he's telling me. Because I don't want to live a life of, of regrets, even though I have many regrets in my life. I want to be obedient to the call that God's placed upon my life and listen and be obedient to his voice. If you would, at this moment, I want to ask you just to bow your heads this morning. Thank you once again for joining us at Legacy Church. Stay tuned in to our website for updates on events and check out other messages under the online listening tab. We'd love to see you, so join us Sundays at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Have a blessed day.